What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. And we are back again today in the studio. I know that this year has been extremely different than than last year. Fans of the show, you can remember last year we were bringing on coaches. Uh, we were talking a lot of football. We were preparing for what was what was going to become of the 2019 season. We were doing previews. We had preseason polls. We did a lot of different individual things. Now, this year, uh, I've been taking my time, uh, you know, not doing as many podcasts and, and shows and stuff because I'm waiting for this situation to evolve. And I understand that, you know, uh, to put out content and stuff like that is important. However, uh, I want to get, get it right. I don't want to be the first to the punch. I want to wait, uh, you know, analyze things, uh, get really deep into what exactly is happening, and then, you know, I'll provide my opinion and my thoughts on it at a later time. So, uh, since this last show we we did when we talked about the game, we talked about Jim Harbaugh, uh, and John Cooper, and it was, it was a wonderful, you know, uh, podcast, a lot of, a lot of interest we got and, uh, still, still stand by that theory and stuff. But this podcast, we're going to be going over some, some things, uh, mainly, you know, what conferences is canceled. Uh, some people have talked about potential changes that we'd like to see, uh, in the, you know, college football realm. Uh, we discussed those. And then what do we do about the FCS? A lot of our fans were FCS fans, right? Uh, I became an FCS fan at a really young age, you know, following SUU and Weber State football, but now we're covering everything. Uh, you know, typically we do an FBS podcast earlier in the week and an FCS podcast at the end of the week. Sometimes we mix it up, but that's what we did this last year, and so we are definitely invested in the uh, FCS, and we would like to talk about some things that have been put out there on social media and some of my thoughts regarding that. However, we're going to jump in. Uh, now, I want to name the the person by name. I mean, he, he has a really popular uh, radio show, and, you know, I really like some of the things, uh, some of his thoughts and ideas, and I think it's some great content to talk about, uh, you know, going forward. And uh, Colin Cowherd announced that he would like to run for the president of college football. Uh, he was kind of doing it as a joke, and he said that there were five things that he would change to college football. Now, uh I would like to discuss those things and what I would if I would keep it or if I would change it. And I do like uh, you know Joe Klatt later came on the show and they discussed it. I liked some of his ideas, so we're going to get into that right now. So of uh, the five proposed rule changes he would change for college football would be number one, no neutral site games. Uh, he said that you know Jerry Jones doesn't need extra extra money in his pocket, which. I mean, I can't say that I'm against this or for this. I think it's a, a rule that doesn't have to be there. Uh, for example, Georgia and Florida, they play in Jacksonville every year. Uh, yeah, it would be great, you know, to see Georgia to, you know, go into the swamp and, and for the Gators to go and play in between the hedges. But, you know, I, I, I don't I don't really get that. Now, I he was aiming this more towards Alabama, the Alabama every single year. You know, they want to play in Atlanta or in Dallas and do these neutral site games where they play play these tough teams, but, you know, it's in the South. They bring people like USC to the South. Of course, there's going to be more Bama fans to go to that, so it's essentially a home game without it being a home game, which, 
you know, that would make sense. Uh, but, you know, I like the Chick-fil-A kickoff. I, I don't mind neutral site games. Uh, for me, I would lo love to see more neutral site games, i.e. Las Vegas, mainly because, uh, mainly because I, I like, you know, being able to go to a different stadium, being able to experience different things. And I would like to see, you know, Las Vegas host some some of these games in in the new Allegiant Stadium and stuff like that. But you know, again, I I'm I'm neither I'm neither here nor there on it because here's the thing: I, I don't think it really matters uh, that much outside of if you would want to make an exception for Alabama because they're the ones that seem to do it all the time. Okay, his number two change would be only one non-power five opponent on your schedule. Now he says that he he kind of explains that you know who cares about the little person, and it doesn't matter about the little person that the little person has been irrelevant in college football for X amount of time. Well, here's the thing that I don't think big analysts and maybe only college football analysts get: the little guy is amazing. A lot of the fans follow the little guy. I was able to attend uh, a Weber State playoff game. Now, it was snowing slash raining. It was around 32 degrees. It was in December, and it was, you know, probably one of the worst weather games that I've ever been a part of, and that stadium was almost sold out. Now, uh, Weber State Stadium probably only holds 25, 30,000 people, but there were a ton of people from the Ogden, Utah area, and, and probably surrounding area, right, Salt Lake and stuff, but that went to that game to support the Weber State Wildcats. And Montana traveled down from Montana to see them. And you're going to say, well, you know, well, that's silly. Why would you want not want to schedule it? Number one, Weaver State, we're going to kind of follow this line. They played San Diego State last year and Nevada. But why do you say, well, you know, you're looking at it from the Nevada standpoint and the San Diego State standpoint. Well, we're going to get an easy win. Which, which you know, probably, but they didn't get an easy win. San Diego State only won by six points. And Nevada honestly did not play well through three quarters of the game and had an ink out a win against Weber State. Now, Weber State's one of the better teams in the FCS, true. And Nevada is a mediocre, you know, FBS team in the Mountain West, you know, group of five person. But Weber State was able to have financial benefits from doing that. Uh, you know, I've heard when Southern Utah had went up and played Oregon that was around half a million dollars into the athletic fund, which why why would we not want that? Well, well, you know, you're looking at it. SUU, we were saying they're just going to go get the snot kicked out of them. True, SUU did lose that game, but that allowed SUU to grow its program. That allowed them to buy new uniforms. That allowed them a little bit deeper of a recruiting budget. That allowed them to maybe have a few more media people on staff. So really, it's just you know, I help you, you help me, right? And it's a, like, uh, you know, Coach Hill from Weaver State said, honestly, or no, sorry, it was Appalachian State, it was Justin Watts. He said, honestly, it's a win-win situation, like, for App State to go on the road. Well, because if we lose, people are going to be like, well, of course, you were supposed to lose. You know, you had, <laughs> you you were the underdogs. You weren't the ones that were supposed to win. I mean, you were playing Michigan for, for Pete's sake. Oh, yeah, but then they ended up beating Michigan. So then it's a lose-lose for, for the winner because it's like, well, you, you should have won. They're not even going to – they're going to dismiss it. But if you lose, it's like, holy crap, like is this team as good as what they what we think there is? Whereas App State, it's like, okay, well, if we lose, we're going to get money and people are, are – no one's going to be outraged. But if we win, we're going to get national notoriety and stuff like that. Stupid. 
we got to help out the little guys. And a lot of these, you know, uh, analysts, ESPN, Fox, CBS, whatever, uh, analysts, they want to make college football like the NFL. It's not the NFL. It's developmental. That's why the XFL hasn't worked. That's why the AAF hasn't worked. That's why the XFL, what, sorry, 1.0 doesn't, didn't work. It's because you don't, they want to make it, I mean, those are professional, true, but it, we need the developmental league. We already had the perfect developmental league, and that's college football. We don't need to make it into more NFL. That would just, you know, increase injuries. That would all those kinds of things. I understand that the majority of the people in the college football, you know, Clemson, Alabama, they're expected to make the college football playoff. And there's not a lot of, you know, parity at the top. But that's fine because the people going to, you know, Nevada, they realize they're not going to go play for a national championship. They just want to play for the love of the game. And that's that's the point of college football, and that's how I see it. Okay, his number three, everyone plays 10 conference games. I think this is a little far-fetched. Number one. You know, that would you would have to probably make the conferences bigger. In the SEC, you have 14 teams, so you, you technically have 13. Are you not going to play everybody? Pac-12 has 12, right? So you got 11 games. Who are you not going to play? Uh, would an Oregon, you know, Oregon and a Washington team, well, one gets to, you know, beat the snot out of, you know, Oregon State when the other one might have to pull somebody like Utah. You know, it gets into difficult things. I think there needs to be uniformity across the leagues. Say, okay, everyone's going to play eight conference games or nine conference games, and that's just that. You get to choose your three individual ones. And because, you know, most conferences, they're top-heavy. Middle's okay, and the bottom's pretty bad. I mean, nobody talks about Arkansas and, and how bad they've been, and you know, but they're— they talk about Kansas and, and, you know, how bad Kansas is. The bottom of the barrel usually is pretty bad in the Power 5 conferences. It's nothing to, 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 to put those teams down. They're just not very good in those Power 5 conferences. But true, they do have to play in the SEC. you got to play Bama, LSU, A&M, Auburn, Georgia, Florida, those kinds of guys. Whereas, you know, but you're going to – you realize you're going to pull an Arkansas or, you know, a Mississippi State, Ole Miss, uh, Vandy type – type of game. Anyway, so I think I need uniformity. Ten conference games is a little bit much. The college play uh, his number four change is the college football playoff will not expand past four games. Now, um, my friends and family, they understand that I've been a very big proponent of only having four teams in. However, uh, it doesn't make sense because we have five power five conferences. Now you're going to say, well, the Pac-12 has been underrepresented, blah, 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 blah. True, we have been underrepresented and different uh, styles of – different conferences are different styles of football. Uh, I think that it would be really difficult difficult uh to expand i do like the idea of six having five of the power five represented in one group of five because i think an app state a boise state uh even i mean let's throw it out a notre dame if they were undefeated i would let them you know ink it in uh cincinnati memphis these kinds of teams even ucf hell uh hello uh, they they played well a few years ago but i think even these teams uh, i think they should have at least one shot uh because you never know, and you know the 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 aura of March Madness. You know there could be an upset, but that, would that make you know if like an App State upset Alabama? Are they going to be able to handle it in the second game? How are they going to do a playing game? Those kinds of things would have to do it. Uh, I don't think it should be anything bigger than six. Uh, I really like the four. I like the four. I like the five. If you wanted to have a play-in game, uh, for example, if uh, you have undefeated UCF play, you know, the winner of the Pac-12 conference, then you got to do it. I also think that each individual conference should have to have a conference championship game. Uh, with you know the Big 12, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what the AAC is going to do. Those kinds of things. I think we need a little bit more uniformity. Uh, you know, again across the board. Uh, 
Anyway, so, and then his number five is only 12 bowl games, and this is where I cannot be more adamant against this. Uh, the bowl games are, I mean, I don't know if anybody has gone to them. Uh, I was able to go down to the Vegas Bowl one time uh, and, and hear and see some some of the things that happen. The players get treated like royalty. They get to meet players. They get to do different things. In the Hawaii Bowl, they're able to experience a completely different, you know, culture outside of the United States. Uh, true, there is something like the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, but, you know, if you're coming from Albuquerque, New Mexico, or if you're coming from Las Cruces, New Mexico, maybe Boise, Idaho is something that is kind of unique, which... I think it is. I mean, Boise is unique, let me tell you, playing on that blue turf. Anyway, I think that uh, we got to have uh, as many bowl games as possible. I understand that there's not a lot of fans in the stadium, but it's not about, again, we're not, don't make this into the NFL. Uh, it's the, the romance of college football, because why on earth would you go to you know FAU if you know you're going to be playing in the Gasparilla Bowl for four straight years? You know you're going to go, but we're going to, why would you go there if you know that you can't play for anything in the postseason and you know that you can't get taken care of? Now they're like, well, why would my tax dollars be going to pay for those guys? Who cares? And I don't think it actually impacts taxes. I think that's kind of ridiculous. I think the bowl games are a great thing. It makes college football extremely, extremely unique. And it gives them one last ride together as a team. Everybody has postseason. Allowing only 12 would literally be outing the group of five completely. And then they're, you know, and then it brings up the FCS. Like, well, are you going to do a championship? Of course, you've got to have a playoff. It's a wonderful time. I love the FCS playoffs. We gotta have more bowl games. Anyone that hits six and six should uh, should go to a bowl game, and that's just my thought. I like it. Now, Joe Klatt threw out something along the lines of, uh, you know, it, the the winner of the Big Ten would play the winner of the Big Twelve uh, the first week, and then the second week, you know, they'd play the second place team in the SEC and kind of do a Power Five. You know, the first three games be kind of intertwined, where everybody's, you know, has a, if we use like a computer system that it would all equal the same amount of difficulty. Uh, and then obviously, you know, he did like the one non-Power 5 conference, which, again, are we making it into the NFL? I understand that Alabama, you know, and I've been really against them. They, you know, beat up on Panera Bread and, uh, you know, Bluegrass uh, State College uh, over and over again. But we can't, I mean, uh, I like the idea of maybe doing two games where it's crossed over but allow, you know, an FCS and or a group of five team to play them. Uh, I like that. I mean, you look at it last year, FAU. Out of three quarters against Ohio State, they outscored them, which I understand they ended up losing the game, but they still outscored them. Uh, again, let's not try to make uh, the college football into the NFL. I think we need to be very careful. Uh, it needs to be the same as far as the game goes. Uh, I mean, obviously rules and stuff like that, but football needs to stay the same. But I think there needs to be a little bit difference in college versus uh, the NFL. And honestly, in the bowl games... I, you're able to show off. I mean, now there's a lot of different uh, individual teams and stuff like that that are able to, and players, you know, scouts are going to be watching them up against a, a, a team that you would normally never play. Um, you know, would an FAU end up playing somebody like a, a Georgia, for example? Probably not. Uh, I mean, maybe, but probably not. You're going to get some different, you know, matchups and rivalries. Well, not rivalries, but different matchups that, that I like uh, in the bowl games. You're able to show off. And a lot of people, they don't want 
watch those games. Uh, I can't imagine uh, very many of you out there that are listening would want to watch Tulane uh, play Tulsa a Thursday night game. Most of you probably would turn on, you know, the NFL game or, or other things. So, but this is where we see, you know, this is where we, you look at it, you know, Khalil Mack played at Buffalo. This is where we're going to find these diamonds in the rough that will excel in the NFL. we got to give them a little bit more time. And just because that these these kids go to FCS schools like Trey Lance, uh, Dante Olsen that went to Montana, does not mean that they're not going to have success. Carson Wentz, I know that those are two North Dakota State, but even these lower-level guys, Khalil Mack, uh, you know, Joe, uh, Joe Flacco, all these guys played at these lower-level schools, Jimmy Garoppolo, why on earth would you know Kurt Warner? Sorry, I'm just kind of rambling and, and going off the people that come to my head. But these guys were overlooked. But it does not matter that they weren't that they weren't recruited by an Alabama, LSU, Clemson. What matters is that they played and they did really well in the NFL. I mean, Lamar Jackson single-handedly led Louisville, and Louisville after he left was not very good. Now they're starting to get on track, but he was leading it. And it was not because, I mean, he, he obviously probably had different offers, but maybe he just wanted to play in Louisville. Dad's an alum. I, I mean, I'm not going into certain things, but a lot of different people. It's cheap tuition, close to home, got a girl there. There's a lot of different reasons why like, why you wouldn't go to an Alabama or you wouldn't go to a Clemson. Just because you're a five-star, four-star, three-star, or any star, you go where you feel like you need to go and get a solid education, and that's the difference. Yeah, of course, the SEC is dominant. The Big Ten is dominant. The ACC... How, you know, in Clemson is dominant. Uh, the Pac-12 is very, very has a lot of parity. Big 12 is really spread like, but doesn't be just like I said. Just because you didn't go to one of the big schools doesn't mean that they're not, you know, one of uh, that that you couldn't have gone to them. You want to go down and you want to play at Wyoming? Go ahead, be your guest, be my guest. You've got my blessing because that's how it is. And then maybe you'll end up playing for the Buffalo Bills one day. I guess. But I guess we, we just want people that play for Alabama. But no Alabama quarterback has made it in the NFL. We'll see what Tua, what Tua does. Mm. Not a lot of, you know, Bama quarterbacks make it. But, you know, let's make let's make college football into, you know, the NFL because, you know, it would be better TV product. No, let college football be college football. Let the NFL be NFL. Anyway, so for the most part, um, I agree on uh, on a few of these. Obviously, uniformity, uh, no neutral site games. I'm torn on. This is kind of a tie. Uh, one power five opponent I think is kind of dumb or non-power five I think is kind of done. Playoff format will not expand. Uh, it is what it is. But, you know, an only 12-goal game is stupid. So uh, anyway, those are my thoughts on that. I wanted to let you guys know. Uh, you guys can chime in. You know, don't be afraid to, to reach out. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, at Get the Ball Rolling. On Twitter, it's at Get Rolling 19. And uh, let us know how, if, we, if, if we're right here. Uh, what kind of changes would you like uh, in college football going forward? Uh, what are you excited to uh, see in college football? What kind of changes could be made? All right, we're going to be taking a step aside right now, and uh, we're going to be bringing it back. Talking a little bit more about uh, conferences and also the FCS, uh, some, some another thing that an analyst said uh, on one of the major networks that I think is a little off base. And uh, if you really knew the FCS, you would not have said that. Anyway, so stay tuned after the break. Let's keep this ball rolling. And we are back after that break. Glad to bring you back. Now, uh, we're just going to let you guys know what kind of conferences have, uh, you know, canceled, what kind of things are kind of in the works. Again, you got to understand this is an evolving situation. I pray to 
whatever that we get <laughs> college football. Uh, I think that we need it. I think that it would be uh, very necessary for us to, to have. And uh, I know we're putting our, you know, people at risk. Uh, I obviously, I run cross country. Uh, you know, it's even even then, I'm, uh, it's my senior year this next year. And I, <laughs> it would kill me to know that I wouldn't be able to, to run and that my, you know, my collegiate career is over. Uh, and I understand most people don't make it on to professional. I mean, uh, the NFL, NBA, really exclusive clubs. So the majority of the athletes, we get to college and this is it. This is our last ride. Now, I understand that we're not, you know, you can hang up the shoes, you can hang up, uh, you know, the tennis racket, you know, as far as, you know, college goes. And you can always play, and I'll always be able to run. But as far as you know, running with with uh, you know Brooks on my chest or you know Dixie State on my chest, it's it's not uh, it wouldn't be the same. Even even after I'm done, I mean I'm I'm a part of the alumni, I'm part of the history, but I'm not playing. And I can only imagine same thing with football. You know, wearing uh, whatever team it may be on the front, uh, playing in front of fans and in the stands and stuff like that beating rivals and stuff like that completely different uh like i said some of us this is, this is a lot of us uh as far as collegiate athletes you kind of get to the end of the road here and and that's that and uh you know there's not a lot to go on towards it i mean only the best of the best make it even after that and uh so i really hope we can get it i really hope we're able to have some kind of sports uh a lot of you know sports are postponing uh you know the caa decided to to you know they're going to postpone or cancel a lot of them don't really know what they're going to do they're just saying we're not doing it in the fall for example james madison had said that hey uh you know we're gonna we're, we want to play as long as we have a championship format and uh, a lot of things to kind of work out the SWAC, uh, you know said we're gonna be postponing the Patriot, the Ivy, you know going into the spring, which could have some benefits, but I don't know. I I know New Mexico and New Mexico State, the 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 governor wants it to be shut down. However, I don't know if they've came to a decision there. Uh, the Mountain, uh, the Pac-12, sorry decided to play conference only along with the Big Ten. Davidson and uh, Dayton announced that they won't be playing uh, non-conference games this fall. And, uh, yeah, you know, a lot of different things are happening. It's hard to say where this is all going to go. Uh, I really hope that we get, again, some semblance of it. I understand the Pac-12 and the Big Ten are going to play conference only, which I think would be really, really fun. Uh I really hope we're able they're able to play everybody at least get you know 11 games it would be interesting to see some matchups I mean I know University of Utah our first few years we didn't play Oregon or Stanford uh, so it'd be really interesting to to, to see everybody play uh, does that mean that we're all going to beat up on everybody and there's not going to be one dominant team that could be the, the case because it's the pac-12 and stuff but uh, anyway Really hope that we get college football. And uh, finally, we're going to end up with this. Uh, you know, end with this. Uh, we were. Wa I was watching. I believe it was college football countdown or something like that. But David Pollock was on ESPN. I tweeted about it again. You can follow us at Get Rolling Nineteen on uh, Twitter. And he said, you know, the FCS should just move permanently to the spring, and they should 
you know, most of these players are not going to be playing in the NFL. Uh, they don't want to play in the NFL. That's why they went to the FCS. Now, he might have not said it like that. That's how I'm kind of interpreting it. And uh, that it would, you know, they would get bigger TV revenue, that we'd be able to be a little bit more invested because it's spring football. And I think there's a myriad of problems there. Number one, FCS schools tend to have not as big as athletic budgets have as FBS schools, right? Uh, even the biggest, you know, North Dakota State, they still don't have as many, uh, they don't have as many sports and stuff like that as, you know, an Alabama, uh, a Stanford. I mean, I know Stanford just cut sports, but uh, you get the idea, right? And so I think it'd be a really hard transition because football is so big to transition into. I mean, like, if you think about it, you cut out football, well, then you have basketball. You got March Madness. When is football going to line up? Are we going to kind of forget about college basketball? Does college basketball but get pinched? Again, a lot of different things. We're not trying to make college basketball like the NBA. We're not trying to do that. Let's keep college college. Let's keep college football that. Another thing, uh, they say, well, they, they would, they're not interested in the NFL. A lot of individuals have played in the FCS. They go on to play in the NFL, so don't even come at me with that. Not a lot of people understand the dynamics of that. Again, they understand, well, oh, yeah, Tony Romo, he went and played uh, somewhere. Uh, come on. Come on, guys. Jimmy Garoppolo, he played, uh, he was, uh, who was that guy? Oh, yeah, he was the San Francisco 49ers quarterback that led them to a Super Bowl. Didn't win, but still, oh, he played at where? EIU, Eastern Illinois. That's right. So it's not that FCS kids can't play or that they don't want to play in the NFL. That, that completely off base. I think that, uh, you know, even Trey Lance, he tweeted, no, that's not the case. We're looking at Trey Lance being potentially the next Carson Wentz, did not throw an interception last year. Really impressive guy. Uh, again, Athletic budgets would be really tight. You wouldn't be able to play the, the group of five or power five. And we've seen FCS teams beat FBS teams. You know, I genuinely believe that Weber State uh, could compete in the Mountain West. Uh, you know, uh, a team like North Dakota State could compete. I think it would be really interesting in the Big 12. Would they be better than a Kansas or a Kansas State Hard to say, but it would be really interesting to throw them in that scenario. And if not the Big 12, could we put North Dakota State in the American Athletic? Could we put them in the Mountain West? be interesting to see exactly how well they would do, correct? Uh, so I, I think it's off base. People, this is a really tough time that we're living in. We don't know the status of college football. We don't know what's going to be happening going forward. So let's not, I mean, let's not try to reinvent the wheel. Let's get through it, kind of like the NBA is doing, just power through it. People are going to get infected. That's, that's you know, 13 uh, NDSU players were infected. I believe eight Michigan, you know, two Oklahoma people for the most part. You know, a lot of the people, a lot of the athletes that are getting tested uh, are not, uh, you know, coming back or coming back negative. Hopefully, you know, as, as we return to campus, uh, we protect ourselves. The campuses take the, the necessary cautions if we're wearing a face mask, you know, in classes and stuff like that. We're washing our hands, practicing good social distancing when we can't wear a mask those kinds of things i think are going to have a big impact um you know hopefully you know we as you know college kids and as the community we'll be able to get this back on track that we're able to have sports we're able to support those kinds of things i'm willing to do 
anything and everything in my power that we have college football. I told you guys way back when was it, uh, you know, middle of April, I think, is when we did the, uh, you know, the interview with Demario Warren, for the head coach of SUU, and we also brought uh, Coach Paul Peterson from Dixie. We want that rivalry. We want SUU and Dixie to play. We need that. We're 44 days away from the start of that, so let's do our part so that happens, right? If we don't get, you know, 12 games, we get four, five, six, seven, whatever it may be. Let's hope that we get it. Now, we're going to be staying, uh, you know, really vigilant on what is going to happen. Uh, you know, the CAA was a really big conference in the FCS to go down. So it will be interesting to see what I know the Big Sky had said. We're going to let it be up to individual schools. We'll see what the MVC does, what the OVC does. Those are kind of the next, you know, big dogs to, to be talking and stuff like that. So we'll see. I believe that's... Uh, the Big South had announced that it won't start until September, which doesn't impact football directly. So hopefully we can, you know, be talking Kenosha State, Campbell, North Alabama, those kinds of guys. But let's do our part. I mean, we need we need all the help that we can get so we can have college sports uh, this next fall. Keep FCS uh, along with the FBS. I think uh, the fans of the FCS, they're going to follow it. And I don't think that the Alabama fan uh, is going to watch, you know, uh, a James Madison Villanova game in September as much as he would want to watch it in March. So uh, let's keep this going. Keep the conversation open about different ways that we could change it. Things we'd like to see, uh, different, you know, ideas, commissioner, president, whatever we need uh, of college football to kind of mediate these things going forward. All right. Well, uh, we're going to be heading out on a vacation. So, uh, you know, be sure to, to watch our Twitter page, Facebook, Instagram, when we release new stuff. And, uh, we're going to be obviously tracking if anything big happens, we'll be tracking that change here. We'll give you our thoughts and our ideas, uh, going forward. All right. Thank you. This has been another wonderful edition of get the ball rolling. Stay safe out there. I hope all of your families and friends, you know, Get through this. Let's come out of this uh, a better society. Let's come out of this stronger. And uh, we'll be able to learn from everything that has happened for the last three or four months. Uh, again, stay safe. Stay healthy, everyone. Until next time, let's keep this ball rolling. Have a wonderful end of the summer. We'll be bringing it back to you in August. Thanks so much. See you guys.